episode 20 way back when blog for the years of hip-hop this is the incredible g aka the g-man yeah that's right g-money and i'm your host with the most mr ron and today we're going to take you back to 1988 that's right I will take you back to 1988 with a track called Dance Floor from this rapper that no one knows called Raheem. <laughs> All right, party people. <clears throat> so here we are. Originality. In 1988, um, hip hop was all about New York. Yeah. We could definitely agree upon East that. Coast, yeah. Uh, you had a few cats on the West Coast doing their thing. Ice T, too short. Yeah. You know, that was it. Was pretty much all about New York, or was it? Because out of nowhere, this cat that goes by the name of Raheem from Houston, Texas. From Houston, Texas, comes and drops this gem of a track called Dance Floor. Okay, now to situate you a little bit, it's 1988. We grew up in Canada, and the only hip hop show that we get is not even a hip hop show. It's called Video Dance. Remember that? Yeah. And it's not like YouTube. You get to just go and pick your videos. No, 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 no. You sit down and wait. Watch whatever they give That's you. That's right. So in there, you're gonna have some like alternative stuff like uh, Deepesh Mode, yeah. still dancey, you know. Uh, you're gonna have some pop, you know, songs, but they're also going to sneak a couple of rap songs in there. <clears throat> And this is how I discovered this song. Um, back then, I had no idea who he was. Or oh, where Houston was. We all, back then, we I just I thought he was a New York cat. New York cat. Every rapper came out of New York for us, you know? And I was like, he must be, you know, another uh, New York cat. As for, so, for originality, I will go with a 3.5. You see me... Fresh rapper out of Houston, floric like a New York cat with a hard image that defines the style of 1988. It was a old clone. A little bit. A li- and he looked and dressed and. Yeah, he, even like his, his rhyme at a certain time kind of like reminded me of I'm Bad yeah. from Cool J. And he came with a hardcore rap style and that was original. So to me, it was like, oh, uh, El Kuji competition, you know? So I came up with a three for originality. Oh, good, 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 As for me, we are going through a new category. Delivery, which consists of lyrics and flow. We both mentioned that he had this hard LL-like delivery which when I'm, I'm listening to the song i think it took a couple of jabs to ll yeah. however 
don't know what happened to Genius.com because there were no lyrics to be found. I know how you did it. You tell me. That's true. Genius.com, what happened? I thought you were the Bible of lyrics. And I had to take the time to do like back in 88 when I wanted to learn the, the lyrics of a rap song. Old school? Yeah, because my, my English was at... I was starting to learn English. I was learning everything. And then I had to rewind, fast forward, rewind, fast forward, and try to write to decipher the lyrics. And that's how I came up with a quotable. I wasted like two hours, thanks to GS.com, to find a quotable out of the song. And what I came up with was, the truth quadruple jack, the ripper is a punk. I never like you sucker and your record stunk. It's time to back down or even fall to the ground while my homeboy runs last six rounds. <laughs> so Sorry. that was pretty. So I got, you know, Jack the Ripper is known as L. Yeah, that was right. He was talking to L. He dissed L, you know? And he was different than most 88 artists. He had a style like L. It was not the nursery rhyme kind of style. And that's why I came up with a tweet for that. It was pretty different for that for his time, you know? And that's it for the lyrics and the lyric and flow. So production and beat. That's right. Production and beat. And to me, this is where this particular track takes the cake, party people. Um, that heavy and really heavy synth bass. At that time, it was just. A little different okay I knew that there was an unusual groove to it but my little ears you know cuz you still had virgin exactly I, I couldn't really pinpoint it but I knew that there was something there and uh, of course while I'm doing my research um, production was handled by James Smith called Stevenson who actually produced a bunch of track for guess who Beck that was you see Back, that was my man. that was a different style of music, you know. That's why it, it had a formula of electronic yeah. kind of Depeche Mode. Yeah, Beck was Beck was an original cat. Yeah, know? yeah, he was, he was. And also um, there was David DMX. It, he was already a huge producer. Yeah, at he, time. he did a lot of classic, classic Run DMC tracks. I think he did most of uh, the early Run DMC, the first two albums. No, I no. Think. Um, the, the album that had Matt Run's house, Mary Mary. Yeah. Most of the album, I think, is produced by uh, David David DMX. DMX yeah. yeah. Um, he also actually produced for a guy that I don't think he's gonna make it. On the top 1,000. It's Shinehead. Oh, but no, but Shinehead wasn't a rap, you know? I was raised... He's like, you know what? He's borderline, you yeah. know? But my favorite Shinehead song are like hardcore, hardcore reggae, reggae. You know, so... But he had that track with Sting. Uh, the Sting sample. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, the in, New York, in New York. But he also York. had uh, the Chain Gang. Yeah, the Chain Gang rap. Was was just, just, yeah. I, I can't put this on the top. You know, I, I can't. I won't. No. After revisiting this song, um, I came to the realization, I think there's only one sample for this song? Yeah, it's... You're uh, the nerd. You're the sample nerd. For the sample for that song... Oh, uh, Eddie Kendrick, keep on tracking. Yes, that was from EPMD sample that on the song Underground, the 1990 song Underground. Strictly made for the Underground EPMD representing. So... 
that was a 1973 sample and it was built around that the beat yeah just heavy synth the beat was just banging you know the production was new it was fresh i didn't know how though i didn't know how to express it so for these reasons i give it a four a four wow okay me it was a great banger not too soft not too hard it was very musical beat at that time yes compared with the heavy sanitizer it was with sanitizer compared to the drum machine scratching sampling formula from, jazz from New York samples. style like exactly. Marley Mall it was different <coughs> sorry and they came out with sanitizer it was like and it was really groovy catchy and it wasn't complicated since it hadn't had the formula sampling scratching machine to me I give it a three Oh, it was okay. different for me. Okay. So that's why I came out with the tree. Okay. Relevance. Is this song still relevant? Longevity. Did this song stand through the test of time? Absolutely not. Unfortunately, um, even. Genius.com, they have no lyrics for it. <laughs> this song is straight up nostalgia. Um, Purists like, like us. That's right. That had to know who it was or yeah. remember him because nobody remembers Raheem. Nope. You know? And he was still like, he he had his place in yeah. the hip hop culture. Um, for me, relevance, longevity. I'm sorry, Mr. Raheem, but you get a 1.5. See, stingy run had to be more stingy than I. 1.5. I give it a 2. And nobody remembers Raheem or knows. You gotta earn it. You gotta earn it. And he was an original member of the Ghetto Boys. Yes, he was. Before indeed. Scarface and Willie D joined. Mm -hmm. And also in the video, you can see Bushwick Bill dancing oh, in the video. Because Bushwick Bill was. From day one, an original Ghetto Boys. He's the only original. <coughs> the only original member with uh, Raheem. And then when Raheem left and the two other cats that were in the group left, that's where Bushwick Bill was the only one left and they recruited Scarface and Willie D. But that's another story, story for, another time. for another time. Mind's playing tricks on you. That's right. So. So I give it a two. Oh. Okay not so bad. bad you know of course classic overreacher you know but uh yeah impact boom from the cannon so uh as for myself i will tell you party people it's very difficult to make an impact in 1988 unless you're from New York or maybe LA and that's a huge maybe um, this cat comes out of Houston Texas you know and uh, doing his thing um, to me it was important that I put this song into uh, the 40 years of hip-hop because he was the first artist from Rap-A-Lot Records, yeah. okay? Jay Prince? Uh, yeah, he was the first artist with a full-length album from Rap-A-Lot Records 
um, the Ghetto Boys had a few singles, but not a full album. Um, just for that, and unfortunately, just for that only, I will give my man Raheem a 3 out of 5. Because to me, for the impact, uh, you opened the doors to Houston Rap by uh, yes, Rap A Lot Records. Yes, he First did. major hit from Houston. And I did. I had to dig to find information on that yeah. because, like, even my cousins from the states didn't know who Raheem was. I was because us in Canada we were imposed the the, the video program. They yeah. chose some songs. Uh, I don't random. know how at random, and they, that's how I got exposed to him. And he had one of the first like story like Jay Prince. I founded a rap a lot record. He had a way to get a, a New York deal for the record label, and mm. Raheem was young, 17, and he got drunk, and he passed out. He never showed up on time to the meeting, and he screwed up the deal. And that's where, when they went back to Houston, Jay Prince said, well, let's do that shit independently. Mm. About yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the major label, the yeah, East Coast, yeah. and that's how they started rap a lot, oh, you know? Wow. And it showed up that rap could come out of anywhere else than New York, and for that I reason, I... I give it a 3.5. Oh, okay. So, even though you are a classic overreacher, we're pretty close. Uh, for this one. For this one. So, I'll let you review the whole total score. A little recap, of course. Originality, I gave it a 3.5. With my man, the G unit over here, gave it a 3. Okay. Uh, for delivery, delivery which consists of lyrics and flow, I myself thought that a two was good enough. I came up with a three. The best part of the song is definitely production-wise. Um, I gave it a solid four. Me, it was great, but something was missing. But it was catchy as hell until this day, so I give it a three. Relevance. Is this still song relevant? Did it live throughout the test of time? Nope. No. And for that, I give it a 1.5. I give it a two. Even the video, you cannot even find it on YouTube. I had to go on... Vimeo to find it, I, I know, think. No, you can't get the video, man. Last and point. Last point, impact. I myself gave it a 3. 3.5, sorry. Okay. Uh, I had, I went 14 on 25 for a 56%. Came out with right 4. Right there in the middle. 14.5. On 25 for 58%, people in the middle, right here in the middle, two status. And it's not because it received a low status, it's just it had to be on the list of yeah. a thousand songs that yeah. define hip hop in the last 40 years. And when we rate it, the ratings doesn't necessarily mean it's not supposed to be on the list. So that's why we're here. So I want your comments. People comment. Go, go, go. Not go, 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 Raheem. The Vigilante album, the Strike Dance Floor. Go watch the video. It was an ill video. Yeah, yeah, it was. Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching, party people. We appreciate your support. Also, watch out for our next video coming out real soon. 
podcast on Apple Music, Spotify. That's right. Give our video a thumbs up. Better yet, share it with your friends. Subscribe so like this you won't miss any episode. Thanks to Genius.com and WhoSample.com for information. Peace. Peace and we out. We out.